Welcome to Life, Lessons, and Laughter with your host, Glenn Ambrose. Hey there. Happy Monday. Flipping evening. How are you? How are you, my public? <laughs> that sounded weird. My public. Um, so yeah, drop me a comment. Say hello. Today we're going to figure out your purpose. That sounds pretty cool, doesn't it? <clears throat> Find out your purpose. Yeah, so... Ow. Um, so, yeah, I was, um, I was just thinking, you know, what should I talk about today, tonight? And, um, and this is what came in. So, here we are. Hi, Mike. We are your followers. Is that the technical term? <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, here we are. Hey, Sarah. Thanks for joining, guys. Yeah. So, we're going to, you know, this is kind of um, like when I was, when I got still, you know, five minutes ago to figure out what I was going to talk about because that's often what I do. Um, oh, there goes my phone. Mindfulness bell. Well, we have to take a minute. There's going to be one more bell. Okay, cool. Um, Sarah, I feel like this topic could be divine timing for me. Oh, hey, you very well could. So, so yeah, so when I got still and I was like, oh, what should I talk about? The, the first thing that came up was stabilizing your life. So I jotted down stabilizing your life. And then it was like, oh, that's not it. <laughs> and I was like, okay, that's. Why did I just write stabilizing your life if that's not what the topic is, is going to be? And uh, then the information just started coming in. So, you know, th this is something that I see very, I've seen very often over the years. And, um, you know, sometime earlier in the earlier in my journey, I, I didn't really bring it up um, too much because I kind of felt hypocritical bringing it up <laughs> because like for me, I, you know, basically woke up spiritually, you know, like a lot of, you know, through recovery and it was like a, a, a three month process. It was bing, bang, boom. And my whole world popped open and spun around on a dime and all this stuff. And my, sponsor at the time as soon as i was done going through the steps and 
uh, my process, he was like, okay, you've been through it. You have something to offer. So offer it to somebody else. So you need to start taking people through the steps. Like I took you through the steps. Um, so I was so open. I just did what I was told <laughs> only time in my life. I might add, um, so I started taking people through the steps immediately, you know, probably like four, three, three, four months sober. Uh, I was taking people through the steps and starting to sponsor people um, because that's how it was taught to me. It was like, okay, if you've been through and you've had your uh, awakening, you've had your shift of perception, um, then now you have something that they don't have. So you take them through and you give back you know, by, by helping others. So that's what I did. So I did that for like seven or eight years. Um, and during that time, I was learning how to life coach and I was reading all kinds of books and taking in information and, and, and all that stuff. And I wasn't um, overly, I mean, I was just doing it because that's what you did. And somebody told me that I could because I had been through it. And I was just very simple minded at that time. And I didn't read into things. I just did what I was told. And I took things at face value, which is a wonderful way to be. And, and I was so open. It was very easy. By the time my feet started touching the ground and, and I started uh, some of my ego started kind of easing back in a little bit. And I started second guessing myself. I was already so well grounded in, in working with other people in that capacity that I didn't second guess it. So I just did, did, did. And like I said, I continued learning for, um, whoops. Wow. I was trying to shut my screen off and somehow, that button plays my life. <laughs> I don't know what the button that was, but um, so so yeah, I was I was learning how to life coach and to 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 talk with people and teach spirituality by doing it, but I was doing it in a very structured way. I was doing it the way I was taught. I was going through the big book word for word, circle this, underline this, and I did what somebody else did you know i was was brought through and i circled and underlined and, and made notes in the margins from what they said what they told me to write so i just passed that down to others now since i was awakened spiritually i was seeing a lot more than just what i was taught so my classes started expanding and they weren't taking three months i don't even think my first one took three months but they were taking more like six months because I kept adding things and, and, and teaching more than just what I was taught because I could see this stuff spiritually. And like I said, I was taking in information from Eckhart Tolle and Michael Bernard Beckwith and Pema Chodron and Deepak Chopra and Wayne Dyer and all these and others. Um, so I was learning languages and I was expanding my spirituality and all this stuff. So I did that for eight, like eight years before I started life coaching. So when I leaned into life coaching, I still didn't have any, <laughs> like, even then after all that, I didn't think like, oh, like, oh, I, you know, I have everything I need to be a life coach. Nobody ever thinks that if they, if they do, they're delusional or lying. One or two, nobody, nobody feels ready to do anything new, you know? 
So like, but I, I, you know, I thought I might be able to do it. So I leaned in and started doing it and, and blah, blah, blah. You know, that's how my journey unfolded. The reason I wanted to say that is because like, even then I felt hypocritical to tell people not to go teaching spirituality too quickly. And the, <laughs> because I was like, who am I to say? And of course, every journey is different. So you don't know. Hi, Nancy. Um, you don't, you know, of course, people, not everybody has to go eight years and people can lean into teaching quicker than eight years and all that stuff. You know, I'm not trying to say that there's a rule. What I'm saying is that teaching spirituality is a very common thing that people want to do once they awaken. And it can be in different capacities. It can be through yoga. It can be through meditations. It can be through life coaching, spiritual teaching, and, and a whole myriad of ways out there. And I see a lot of people just waking up and it's so exciting to wake up. Like, I mean, you know, like you, you see a good movie and you tell 300 people. It's like <laughs> you, you just get the keys to life. It's the most exciting thing out there. You know, so of course you're going to be jazzed up. Of course you want to share it. It's, you know, you there's people that you care about and, and loved ones that are suffering in this world needlessly. And of course you want to share this, this, this peace and this love that you feel inside and, and let them know that there's another way. And, and it's very exciting. And in, in, when I took people through the steps, a lot of what I was doing while they went through those steps in those six months was pull back the reins. I, I'd be like, I got you slow down, slow down. Like, you know, I know it's exciting. I know you want to go, go make amends, but making amends is step nine. Like, and it's nine for a reason, because one through eight gets you ready for that <laughs> spiritually and intellectually. So, like, it's this is what I see here. It's like people wake up for many different reasons. You know, unfortunately, most often it has to do with suffering. But but then all of a sudden they wake up and or they stumble across yoga or Eckhart Tolle or Deepak Chopra or God, you know, or meditation in general or whatever. And they start waking up. Why? Because they're ready. And it's so exciting that they want to go out there. And then a lot of times, whether people are going out there and they want to be teachers or they want to share this stuff because it's so exciting and they want their life to consist of that, or whether they they're like, no, I don't necessarily want to be a spiritual teacher. I just, I just want to, I, I want to live my purpose. Everybody wants to live their purpose. Everybody wants to find their purpose because there's this yearning inside of us, especially once we awaken that we go, Oh my God, like stuff matters. <laughs> like everything that I thought mattered doesn't. So I'm disconnected from all that stuff now but something must matter. And I want to be part of what matters. And, you know, and they can feel that, like we, once you awaken, you can feel how like that, that there's something inside of you that wants to be birthed into this world. 
and you want whatever that is to to have meaning and to help people and and it always does like not everybody's going to be a spiritual teacher but in some way shape or form your purpose adds to this world it does i mean it, it, it's not going to take right <laughs> you know there's only there's only two options it either it either you either give or take and uh you know if, if your purpose isn't going to be to take i can guarantee you that so it's going to be to give so what are we going to give? That's what everybody's looking for. You know, how can I serve or how can I give or what, you know, is another ways of saying, what is my purpose? And what happens is that we're, we're getting, you know, we get to this place where we, you know, we really want to do something important and we want to do something good. And it, so, so, you know, like, so you're looking for that and, and, and anything other than your purpose feels like a waste of time, right? So that makes you want to find it even more. So what happens though, is we are extremely conditioned to, when we give our brain a problem, <laughs> it's very good at finding solutions. That's its job, right? That's what it does. So, so what happens, what we do is we say, what's my purpose, you know, or, or we get this inner urge, like, hey, I want to do something meaningful with my life, or, or I want to give back or what, you know, whatever words resonate, it's coming from within and it's going. So then our brain grabs it and it goes, oh, excuse me. Oh, thank God. I thought <laughs> there was this bug flying around and I thought it went in my mouth. But I don't know what the heck that was, but it wasn't a bug. So, um, yeah, so so we're sitting there. We're like, oh, you know, what's my purpose? What's my purpose? And then my your brain latches onto that. Oh, you, you have a question? What's your question? Oh, what's my purpose? Oh, okay, let's find out what your purpose is. And when your, your brain, and, and you'll see this happen in everyday life. See, the way... <laughs> What I understand is dynamics, okay? So, so like, if, if there's a dynamic that I'm speaking about, you can be sure that it doesn't only apply to one situation. <laughs> it's, an, it's a spiritual dynamic. It's a universal dynamic. So it's going to work in many situations, all situations, as a matter of fact, all of them that it applies to. So you're, 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 when you give your, your brain a problem, it wants the solution. It thinks that's its job. It's like, oh, you have a question? I'll give you the answer. So it's seeking the answer. It wants the answer. It wants the answer. It wants the answer. And in this, what I'm talking about now, as well as everyday life, the problem is we skip the middle part. You know, there's something in between I have a question and I have an answer. There's something in between there. And what that is, is gathering information. You know, be so, so that like we have to, there's this stuff in between. Like, if, if we were in a place where we knew the answer, like if, if, if we, if we had the capability of knowing the answer, then when we ask the question, the answer would be there. 
would just be like, what's my purpose? And be like, oh, you have to be a life coach. And you go, okay, thank you. And that'd be the end of this. <laughs> that, that'd be the end of it, right? So if you ask a question and you don't have the answer, that means that there's space in between you and the answer. So, you know, and I say gathering information, um, but there's, there's other things either, I'm not sure how to phrase this. I'm sure it'll get clearer as I speak, but gathering information is one of the possibilities and, or <laughs> it's just a different way of saying that you have more work to do. So sometimes you have to go out and gather more information. You know, like if you if if you don't like if you're supposed to be a Reiki healer and you've never heard of Reiki, well then you have to go out in life and find out what Reiki is before you can under before you can get attuned to Reiki before you can try it before you can find out that that's what your calling is. Right? So there's stuff in between you and the answer. Sometimes that's gathering information. More often than not, it's inside work, which is kind of the same as gathering information. It's, um, it just kind of sounds different, but energetically, it's basically the same. So we, we have to, another way of saying it is we have to become what we're going to be. Oh my God, that's so spiritual because it's, it sounds like such a dichotomy. How, how can I become it if I don't know what it is, right? So, but that, that's spirituality. That's, it's a dichotomy. So th this has all been a lead up boiling down towards the answer, which I'm starting to allude to now. And the answer is doing your work. If you don't know what, your purpose is you need to do more work. You know, you need to go within more. You need to stabilize your, your spirituality, your emotions, your brain. You need to stay, you need to be more in control of your brain because right now, if you're sitting there going like, I'm, I'm awake spiritually and there's very many levels of being awake spiritually. So, you know, you very well could be, very awake spiritually and still not know what your purpose is. That happens all the time. So just because you're awake spiritually does not necessarily mean that you should be doing your purpose yet. If you know what it is and you're leaning in, then by all means, you know, go for it. But if you're leaning into a purpose that you think you should be doing because it sounds good, and this is where it gets tricky because like... <laughs> You know, I mean, of course it sounds good. You know, I get it. You know, I, I get it. You know, my, me becoming a life coach was, Jesus, I almost said it was easy. It wasn't easy. You know, I spent, I, well, like I said, I spent eight years, you know, not doing my technical purpose, although that uh, it was benefiting me to get me ready for my purpose. Um, but in that meantime, I was also working jobs that I hated for eight years, <laughs> you know, like, so, so it's, it, you know, it wasn't that easy. Um, but when it came down to it, the reason I almost said it was easy is because when it came down to it, it was such a natural progression from the sponsoring into the life coaching because I was kind of teaching 
I was, I was half sponsoring and half life coaching back then. I didn't know that. I just thought it was, I was a, a sponsor that helped people learn how to live sober. Right. And then, you know, looking back at it hindsight, it's like, I was like, oh, wow, I really mixed a lot of life coaching in and spiritual teaching in with the sponsoring that probably wasn't there for a lot of people. But then when I'm looking for something to do when it was time, um, I couldn't take in any more information. I was taking in information, reading books and watching videos and all this stuff all the time. And I, I, I just couldn't. I, I couldn't take in any more information. And then I started thinking and I had gone through two jobs that I didn't like. So it was like, okay, Glenn, you know, at this point, two jobs, three years each, you're wasting your life at this point. <laughs> you know, you, you gotta, you gotta lean in and, and take a stab at something. And then I, you know, I'm not a big school person. So I didn't want to go back to school for a ton of time. I don't like red tape. I don't like people telling me what to do. I don't. So, you know, life coaching was kind of, uh, and I, I wasn't really interested in being an energy healer. I mean, I, I, I think that stuff's great, you know, and I dabbled with it and all this stuff, but it wasn't, it didn't make me feel alive like life coaching did, you know, even, even sponsoring people did. So, so, we have to, sometimes we have to let go of things to find out what our purpose is. And a lot of that is who we think we are. Um, um, misunderstandings about what giving back is. I mean, you know, giving back takes so many looks. I mean, you could help people with websites. You could help people... Um, invest in cryptocurrencies you could help people um do voiceovers or write books or like and i mean i'm just throwing stuff out there that a lot of this stuff in my brain has to do with spirituality even cryptocurrency does because like you know we're in a spiritual shift so there's going to be money that is going to end up in the hands of people that are spiritual. It's, and I think cryptocurrencies is one of the ways, you know, to, to start getting people, you know, you can invest a small amount of money and you can have large rewards. I mean, it's, you know, it's still, it's still kind of like gambling. So the, uh, my recommendation personally is don't invest anything that you can't afford to lose. Uh, but you can invest $50, and, and, and possibly make some money. So, I mean, you know, it's, it's a very unique time with that market is what I'm saying. So, so there are people in the spiritual world. Um, some of them actually very well connected that are doing exactly what I'm saying. They are, they've created large cryptocurrency, spiritual cryptocurrency groups and, and trying to help people, with cryptocurrencies and stuff. It's interesting. So when you look, my point is, is it might not be as obvious as, 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 you know, not everybody's going to be a life coach, even though it sounds good. If you're trying to be a life coach and it's not working, then maybe you shouldn't be a life coach. You know, I mean, maybe you just need to, you know, th there are other issues, but keep your mind open. 
Keep your mind open and go within. Go within. That is, you want to know how you, how you find your purpose is to go within. You want to know how to do anything? You go within. So that's the part that people are skipping over, whether it's gathering information or whether it's, it's um, letting go of who you think you are or what you think you're supposed to be doing or what sounds good um, or old bad habits or feeding new good habits or like it's that's all spiritual work. So if you don't have like all the answers are within you. And we tend to just skip over that. So if you want to find your purpose and you don't know what it is, go within. Stabilize. Stabilize this. Stabilize your brain. Stabilize your emotions. Stabilize your um, circumstances a lot of times. You know, a lot of times we have to stabilize our circumstances. And it's... I think... This spiritual shift is happening. So it's going to look very different for a lot of people. But the thing is, is if you don't know what your purpose is, or, you know, if you're looking for an answer, everything that you're looking for is within you. You know, every be still and know that I am God. All the answers are in the stillness, but we have to be still first. And that's inside work. You know, this is, and it's not all shiny and, and neat. But if you think about it just from an energy perspective, right? This was what was coming through. Like, if, if you're not where you need to be, what we do is we spend all our energy trying to maintain you know, just, just trying to maintain, maintain the bills, sometimes maintain relationships, um, uh, maintain our lives, just maintain. And it takes a lot of energy to maintain. And it's not just maintaining that sometimes we're trying spending um, our energy trying to achieve something or trying to acquire things. Uh, you know, I, I, I need to save up a uh, you know, a, a whole ton of money so I can buy this land and then, and, and then open a sp spiritual center. And it's like, yeah, well, maybe that's the case. But in the meantime, if you're feeling off, then you're not doing what you need to be doing. You need to have some inside work to do. Because if you, if you did all your inside work and it was just a waiting game, one, the man, the money would manifest quicker probably, but, but it's, but we're not ready. This is the thing we, we keep. We're so addicted to looking outside of ourselves. Oh, I, you know, oh, I, my spiritual purpose would be this, but I don't have that. Well, okay. Well, there's one of two things then one, it's either not your spiritual purpose or you're not aligned to it. Because if you were aligned to your spiritual purpose, then whatever is blocking you from having it, it wouldn't be blocking you. You'd be, I mean, <laughs> You know, you know, like what, what is God sitting up there going like, oh, Glenn, Glenn should open up a, a spiritual center and he knows it. And I, I told him and he heard me and he knows it, um, but he doesn't have the money to do it. It would benefit the world, but let's just have him sit on his ass for five years, um, maybe making money really slowly. And then eventually in five years, then maybe he'll go help the planet. No, 
I mean, the, the universe or whatever, God, whatever you believe in can like, if we're in alignment, the money will show. It's going to be there. This is what I mean. So if you don't know what your purpose is, that means you're not in alignment with it in one way, shape or form. That's why we need to go in. Do the inside work. Stop looking externally. Who can I help? What do I want to do? What's the like? I mean, you can ask those questions, but if you're not getting the answers, go back within. We think going within because we're so addicted to external and action. So we think that going within is like a waste of time. Like, oh, I, I meditated for 10 minutes. So like, that's good, right? Well, yeah, it's good. But I mean, do you, do you know like what you need to do? No. Okay, then maybe you should go in more. <laughs> you know, like that's, we have to understand that's where everything comes from. That's everything births into this world through us. Through us, you know, we are creators. We are made in the image and likeness of our creator. Therefore, we are creators. So things birth into this world through us. We are the channel in, in which things come out into this world. So what if if there is, if like the, the, there's no problem with God or the universe or life force energy. It's been around for billions of years doing amazing things and st it's still doing fine. So if something isn't being birthed through you, that means your birth canal is clogged up. That's what that means. So you need to clear clear that out so, so something can be birthed into this world through you. So this is why, you know, it, it, we have to stop with our addiction to the external and understand that everything comes from within. That's where clarity comes from, you know. So, so instead of spending all our energy just trying to survive and maintain and, and, and figure out and, and, and do, like, it's just, it's a waste of energy. It's, it's just, it's a waste of energy. So if we go in and stable, stabilize ourselves, you know, and I, I spoke about this last week, like it's time to take our spirituality seriously. You know, and I've been speaking about that for two years, but, but it's like, it's different now. Last week, it all, <laughs> last week, man, something popped. Um, at the beginning of this new year that like, it's, it's not, it's, it's just not. It, it's not like it was the last two years. Last two years, I could feel that. Come on, guys, take it more seriously. Come on. No, like really take it seriously. I could feel that. But now it's not it's it's not even that feels like lip service compared to what I'm feeling now. What I'm feeling now is just stop dicking around. This is how spirit talks to me. It talks to me very straightforward and kind of like a wise ass because that's me <laughs> spirit talks to me like i talk so it's because that's what i connect with so it's just like seriously like what wh what are you doing you know yeah you're trying to lean in are you really leaning in or are you kind of leaning in you know so i'm like literally meditating three times a day signed up for a year-long program and um found this other program that I'm doing. Like, and I've been doing this for 18 years. And this is what I'm doing. 
So like, why? Because really at the end of it all, it's, it, we're, know what it is, is we're too busy. We're, we're, we're too busy. We're too busy maintaining our lives and so scared to lose anything in it or, or, or for our friends not to like us anymore or our family to pull away or our coworkers to think we're weird. Oh, yeah, I get frustrated with this stuff. It's like enough. It doesn't matter. Like, when are we, like, when are we actually going to act like there's an omnipresent, omnipowerful, omni-loving force out there that created us and is directing our lives and all life in an entire universe? Like, when are we going to start holding that thing up there like it's as magnificent and beautiful and loving and, and worthy as it is. You know, I think, I think it's kind of going full circle with, with me. It's going full circle. I'm already feeling it. It's, it's like all the things that I hated. Well, not all the things, but one of, one of the things that I hated about religion that I just did not connect with was this, serving kind of like serving God mentality, kind of like the, just, it was just the way it was taught. I didn't identify with the way things were taught to me being raised Catholic. Um, it just seemed like I I'm supposed to tuck my tail between my legs and be serving this thing that I'm supposed to be fearful of. And that just never jived with me, you know? And then, like as I've exposed myself to things like Buddhism and Hinduism, like I started understanding that service doesn't have to feel like that. It doesn't, it, it, it can just be an expression of love to, to sit there and know that, like, I mean, how many people are in therapy because they, they, because they want their father to tell them they're proud of them or, or their, you know, or their mother never acted like they cared for them or something. And their parents never said, I love you, you know, so they're going to therapy. Like, what? <laughs> and that, that's just like an earthly thing. Like, that's how much it will mess you up that people go to therapy for 20 or 30 years because their mom didn't tell them that they loved them. But yet they have this omnipresent, omnipowerful creator. And they, they don't think to give that same credit to that creator. Like, I'm, it's, it's, it's kind of a long, and I don't even like saying this because like I said, that the Catholic uh, upbringing kind of tainted some of these words, but I have a different understanding of them, but it's worshiping, serving, like that stuff when it comes in through, you know, if you listen to like um, a lot of the, the, the chanting of Hindu, you know, like they're just, they're, they're, they're just praising and, and they feel like you feel close to this loving existence that, that you're singing about. It's, it's opening your heart and, and feeling the presence of love. It's just such a, like that, like what's better than that? 
you know, my ego wants to be like, I'm not, I don't know about this, you know, this honoring and cherishing and all this stuff. And, but when you come at it, once you anchor into your love, that's inside of you really, really deeply. And then all of a sudden you think about this, this loving creator that the reason you're feeling this inside is because you're connected to it. That's a blessing. That's a blessing, man. That, that, that deserves nothing less than saying thank you. That deserves nothing less than your gratitude. And that's what perpetuates it. You know, so, so we have to get to this, this place of where when we serve, it doesn't feel like we're, we're serving in an earthly way. Oh, well, I have to sacrifice my life and what I want to do so I can serve my master or something. No, it's not like that. We, do, we don't do it because we have to. We do it because it's our source of joy. You know, we it's just we feel alive. We feel the flow of the loving energy when we stay connected and, and we're in that give take, um, you know, with with our God, with our with the universe. It's like when we're in that, it's it's just it's so beautiful. There's nothing there's nothing more rewarding. There's nothing more fulfilling in life than that. So, so how do we get there? We need to, we need to go like that is a relationship with your creator and that's what you need. That's what you need. You need to develop a relationship with your creator. You need to, there's this, there's this guy, um, I'm not going to think of his name, but, but <laughs> um, I saw this a couple of times. And I, and I don't know if it was just the show he was on, or it, it might've been a clip where there was, where, where um, they kind of Oprah, when he, she did her super soul Sunday, she used to ask these questions. Um, not like when she did the TV show many years ago and, and she stopped asking these questions many years ago, but when she had a spiritual teacher on there or somebody that was very spiritual, she would always ask these questions. And one of the questions was like, like, what is God? I think it was. And there was this guy, there was this guy and she, she asked, you know, what is God? And his whole face and body just lit up. And he was like, Oh, Oh, like you just went into this place of ecstasy immediately, just thinking of God. It was one of the most beautiful things. I, you know, this was probably like 15 years ago, 12 years ago. I don't know, but I still remember, I can still picture him. And he was like, Oh God. Oh God. Oh. And he was so tender. He's like, Oh, that's my, that's my beloved. It's my but it's my beloved. And it was so, <laughs> it was so beautiful. You could feel his love just pouring out of him. So so like you know, like if you're in relationship, like especially when it's new and your lover or your loved one needs something and you can do it for them. Hey, can you help me? 
oh, I'd love to help you. That's kind of what it is. It's, it's not a task. It's an expression of love. That, that is what your purpose is. Your purpose is to express love. It, that's service. That's how we give to this world. And I don't know what it's going to look like. I don't know if it's you building websites. I don't know if it's you building websites for businesses or building websites for spiritual businesses only. Or like, I don't know, you know, and it doesn't matter. Like it, somebody needs to unclog a toilet in the spiritual world. So maybe, maybe you're supposed to be a plumber. That's okay. Maybe that's, maybe that's your gift. You know, some people, some people, their gifts, the way they give back is going to be in their vocation. It's going to be their job, which like obviously me, but not everybody's going to do that. Some people are going to give back that their purpose is going to be to give in other ways. They might have a, a regular job that that is okay with them. You know, it doesn't cause any suffering or they don't hate it or, you know, you know, those people, there, there are people on the planet and I am not one. So this is a little bit, you know, I just know because I've seen it. <laughs> I can't really relate, but there are people on this planet that can go do jobs that are not their passion and they don't really care. They're good. They just see it for what it is, you know? It's, it's a way to pay the bills and it provides a life for them that, that they want to live and they make the most out of it too. You notice those people, they're never bitching about their job. They make the most out of it. And probably most often their coworkers and their boss really like them. Why? Because they're pleasant. They're one of the few people at that place that's not resisting their job. And the resistance of your job causes the suffering. They're not resisting it. They just dropped into a pocket of acceptance. And it's like, oh, this is, this is how I spend my days. And it provides the life that I want. That's cool. And, then, and, and that's that. And then maybe that's not how they give back. Maybe they give back coaching their kids' teams or, or teaching music or maybe just being a good person. <laughs> maybe being you know, a good parent or a good neighbor, or, or a good friend, like, maybe that's how they give back. Maybe they have a hobby that they enjoy. That's an expression of their love. You know, there are, my point is, is there are other ways, it doesn't necessarily have to be your vocation. And you will find that out if you go within and do the inside work. Because that's where that's, we have to do this because that's where our purpose comes out of. We're always trying to go, oh, okay, I'm awake. What's my purpose? What, what do I do? What do I do externally? What do I do? Like you don't do anything. You birth. <laughs> you know, it's, it, it's like somebody getting pregnant and then running around going, oh, well, I have to, I'm, I'm going to get this thing out of me today. It's like, no, you, you got about nine months there. You <laughs> No, I'm pregnant. And the point of it is to give birth. So I'm going to go give birth tomorrow. No, you, you kind of not. 
Like you have to, you know, you, you have to go within and there's stuff going on inside of you that needs to finish. <laughs> you know? So this is what we need to do. We need to finish our internal work and then it will be birthed out of that. But we get so excited with this spiritual stuff because it's so life-changing. And we just try to go, oh, I, 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 oh, this is this, this doesn't have a ton of meaning. Oh, well, I should get rid of it then. Oh, my job doesn't fulfill me. Oh, well, then I should quit. It's like, whoa, whoa, slow down. Like that job pays your bills. You know, that job might might like keep things going as you continue to do this inner work so your passion can actually blossom out of it and when your purpose is blossoming out of that it's i don't i don't want to say effortless but it's close to effortless it's a lot less effort than you think it is why well because you have the creator of the universe in alignment with you that's why <laughs> and you're not creating <laughs> it is so it's just being birthed through you. So there's not as much work. It's not as difficult. Everything that I've done right, it's flowed easily. You know, the most profound things I've done have flowed easily. The most, the things that I put the most effort and struggled and pushed and, and really tried to do have always turned out like crap. So we have to get this understanding. Stop looking outside of you and just keep going within. And like, we don't have to go in. I mean, so I'm not going to go too deeply into this, but, but of course there's healing that we need to do and releasing of energy we need to do and all that stuff. So if you have that to do, do it. But like, if you think that you've done most of that work, then it's not that. It's not, you know, again, it's, it's, we're so linear. We're like, oh, I have trapped energy. I need to release that. Okay, I'll do that. Then we go and we release this energy. And then we go, well, I release my energy. How come I'm not my purpose? Well, because you have to heal some family of origin stuff. Oh, okay, cool. Good. I have something to do. So then you go and you heal all your family of origin stuff. And then you got the family of origin healed and you got the energy released and you're like, okay, where's my purpose? Where's my, see, it's always external. We're always looking outside of ourselves. So what do I do? What do I, what do I do next? Stop, man. Just, <laughs> you want to know when you're going to find out your purpose is when you're sitting there going like this. Still feeling love flowing through your heart. And then all of a sudden in that still space, an idea pops into your head or you hear a voice or you see something, you know, there's different, there's, you know, if you guys don't know, this is, you know, there's all different types, you know, some people see, some people hear, some people just an idea pops in their head. Some people just come into a knowing, some people have a feeling. Those are all clairaudient, clairvoyant, all different ways of connecting and get, getting information. And it depends on you. So you're just sitting there and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, or you're, or, or you know, you're, you're, uh, geez, we don't, I was going to say flipping through a magazine. Do, does anybody even read magazines anymore? Uh, or we're going through a book and, and we're like, oh my God, like, wow, I didn't know that was even a job. Or we're in a conversation with somebody and somebody's like, oh, yeah, you know, I, 
I used to do this. You used to do what? That's a thing? Oh my God, that sounds really interesting. Then it captures your attention. Then you start following it. And then all of a sudden it starts unfolding and it's effortless and it turns into something. You know, there, there was this woman, I still remember this many years ago. This was probably like 17, 16 years ago. And there, there was a, a recovery store in Southern Massachusetts. I think it was somewhere around Foxborough area or something. And um, it, it was a recovery store. It was called the Sober Camel, I believe. <laughs> and I would take a drive up there every once in a while and just go look at all the stuff. I had no money, you know, every once in a while I'd buy myself a little medallion that said something on it or something. But, but I would go up there and at one point she was selling the store, I think. And, and I was talking to her and she was like, she's like, yeah, it's just not the same. It's time for me to move on. She was, but when this thing came into being, she's like, I couldn't stop it. She's <laughs> she's like, I didn't really have an interest in opening up this store at first, you know? And then all of a sudden it was like, Oh yeah, maybe. And then all of a sudden I just, everything started coming and I couldn't stop it. You know, that's how it is when you can't like when, when something, when you are aligned, it's coming. You can't really stop it unless you completely shut down and block off everything that's coming to you, which, you know, please don't do that. <laughs> but but it, it's way easier. So if you don't have clarity, that means you're not aligned to it. There's internal work that needs to be done. There, there might be a clearing. You need you might have to be a, be getting more still. But like if you were, you know, think of it logically. If you were ready, if you were ready to, 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 to live your purpose, why would God not tell you what it is? Just to be a dick? I, it doesn't make sense, right? God is not uh, an evil kid with a magnifying glass chasing us around trying to make us suffer. You know, I mean, if, if us living our purpose is the reason that we were created by the creator... And we were ready. Why would the creator be like, no, no, no. Let's just let them kick around and suffer for a while longer. I know they're ready, but I, you know, I don't really want to bring that much love into the world. Let's just wait another decade, decade and they'll suffer and that'll be fun to watch. <laughs> you know, so it's always us, man. There's nothing wrong with the universe. There's nothing wrong with God. It's always us. And we have to recognize that and keep going within and clearing and centering and getting more still and spending more time still and taking it seriously and not acting like a spoiled child because God didn't tell you what you wanted when you wanted it. <laughs> you know? I mean, and I, you know, hey, I'm speaking from experience. You know, I've thrown a fit or two because I wasn't getting the information I thought I wanted in a timely fashion. You know, I gave God a little what to a few times. So uh, if you've done it, don't worry about it. It happens. Uh, it's just a matter of uh, you know, <laughs> uh, here's a big surprise. Didn't work. You know, so what I recommend is going within. Go within. 
clear your clear that space heal what you need to heal release and if you've if, if you've done all that work and you don't you you can't think of what else to do well then it's stillness make friends with the stillness make friends with the quietude you know that i don't know of any i this would i would love to ask a ton of like really um, advanced spiritual people. And I mean, advanced by the ones who have really dropped into their purpose and stuff and been like, have you ever like been ready to do something and everything's perfect for you, but the universe is just like, nah, nah, <laughs> that's not how it works. I mean, I, there's this thing like, Oh, in God's time, not mine. Yeah. I mean, of course there's truth. You know, sometimes there is some timing to certain things, but, but I mean, for the, for, for us to bring love into this world, you know, like, I mean, if, if like with me, you know, moving over here, like I, I, I wouldn't have moved over until Mateo was set, you know, raising my Mateo was, I mean, I was locked on to that man. That was <laughs> that was a great, great, wonderful stage of my life. And I was locked on and I was going to see it through whatever it took, you know. So I I I probably wouldn't have moved over here. <laughs> you know, uh, in until the time was right. But but these sometimes there is timing, but there is always something that you can do when you're clear. Like, like if, all right, this is a better way to explain it. So if, like, if the timing is not right and you are aligned, right? You, you are like, all your work is good. You're peaceful. You're not going to be sitting there going, I wish I knew what my purpose was. Oh, this sucks. You're not going to be thinking and feeling that. That's not how you think and feel. Because why? Because you're totally centered. And if you're supposed to be sitting still for a year or two years until the timing aligns, it's going to feel perfect. Why? Because that's what you're supposed to be doing. So of course it's going to feel perfect. If you, if you have to be still for a year because of God's timing and it doesn't feel good to you, then there's internal work that you need to be doing. You know, this is the point. Everything is us. <laughs> God doesn't have a door. And then he opens it up and is like, hey, I'm here. <laughs> like, no, we have the door. And we have full control over it. So if you're not at peace in being still or living your purpose or anything else, if you are not at peace you need to go in and find peace. That's it. That's it. Everything is birthed out of that. So if you're not at peace, if you're wondering what your purpose is, then go find peace. Because until you find it, there's a good chance that you're going to struggle to try to figure out what your purpose is. Everything it comes. How can, how can, you know, if your purpose is so important and it's so, you know, which is like love based and it's wonderful and it's giving and it's divine, 
and it's it's divinely inspired and it's God. How can that come out of irritability and restlessness? It can't. You can't be all restless and irritable and confused and all that stuff. And then all of a sudden birth this wonderful loving thing. So we have to understand in the big picture, it's everything is about us clearing and, and centering and being at peace. When you're at peace, you're at peace. And it doesn't matter if you're in your passion or if you have to wait six months to find out what your passion is or or, or if your passion's going to come to you then, or, you know, like it doesn't, none of that, <laughs> none of that matters. None of it matters. So let me just look at my notes here. Yeah, we have to stabilize everything internally, stabilize internally. And then the purpose rises out of the stillness. Yeah, and it, your purpose is going to add to this world, you know, and you can't give what you don't have. We want to run around saving everybody and giving all this. Oh, I want to, I want to give them the keys to the spirituality. It's like, yeah, but you only have the first lock, <laughs> you know, you, you just awakened to understand that, that, that life is uh, externally is an illusion and, you know, and, and there's peace inside and all that stuff. It's like, okay, cool. That's, that's cool. But if you're half there and half irritable and discontented, then how can something beautiful be birthed out of that? You know, you can't give what you don't have. So when you're, and, and if, like I said, if you don't have it yet, if, if you're not, if you, just because you have these understandings of spirituality that is like i mean that's how i woke up man i understood the mysteries of the freaking universe in three months but it didn't mean that i was ready to to be a life coach <laughs> it didn't mean that so just because you understand spirituality and you've experienced some of it it does that's not it it's it's the stillness and the stability inside that's where that's what we need to be anchored to and that's where everything's going to come out of so so once we get that you know yeah i think i'm gonna end on this so like um all this energy we expend trying to figure out what our purpose is and 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 to try to um stabilize our, our our money and our relationships and our our living situations and 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 be parents and like all this stuff we spend so much energy on and i'm not saying that you you have to wait until your kids are older <laughs> um to do any of this it's just we have to understand that our energy is so spread out and sprayed all over the place. And it's not that you have to quit your job. You don't have to stop being a parent. You don't, you don't have to stop all that. What you need to do is stabilize it all. You know, it's possible to be a parent without being so damn busy. It's possible. Or at least to stabilize it enough where you can free up some of your energy. And that is, you know, that's, that's where we, that's the energy that we use to move forward. 
is when we stabilize all this stuff in our lives. And, and, you know, yeah, some of it is stabilizing the external, but how do you stabilize the external by doing the work internally? You know, you don't become like a, a chill parent using less energy to parent by doing something externally. It's, it's by changing you. It's by stabilizing your emotions, um, learning to go to love as your first response instead of frustration. You know, it's all spirituality. Spirituality is the answer to absolutely everything. So once we use the spiritual things that we've awakened to and all these things to stabilize being a parent or to stabilize our, our relationships at work or, or our relationships in general, um, you know, what we use these spiritual principles to start stabilizing all that stuff, not to end it, not to not to wait until it ends, just to get it calmed down. <laughs> so it doesn't expend every bit of our energy. And then, you know, then we're like, OK, you know, I got this thing called life. This is not bad. I got this. And we're relaxed a little bit more. That's what we use the spiritual principles for in the beginning is to stabilize ourselves and most, I mean, our, you know, some of our earthly structures. But again, how do we do that? By, by stabilize, it's all inside work. All work is inside work. So we stabilize our inner, our emotions and all that stuff. And then our purpose is birthed out of that. And if you don't know what your purpose is yet, then go in, meditate and ask, you know, and when the timing is right, it will come. And if you're struggling because you don't know it, then your resistance is blocking you. So make peace with where you are. You have to make peace with where you are before you can go to the next. You know, that's the stillness that make peace with where you are, acceptance not that you have to stay there, but just true deep acceptance of where you are. And then just live in that, live in that peace, live in that peace, live in that peace, live in that peace, live in that peace. And then after that, live in that peace. And, you know, that your awareness of everything gets heightened. And you'll know, you'll know. It's way easier than, than, than we think it is. You know, why is because we want the answers when we want the answers or we think we have to go do something outside of us to go find it. And it's not. It's all inside. So, you know, one of my favorite words over here in the DR is tranquilo, man, tranquilo. Everybody's like, relax, relax, because all the foreigners over here are all wound up way more than the, the locals. You know, they're more laid back, more laid uh, laid back lifestyle. So it's just tranquilo, man. Tranquil, you know, chill, be in the moment, enjoy your life. Everything will unfold in due time. As long as you're connected, if you're connected, you're not going to like miss a memo. <laughs> oh, all right. And I did see, I, I saw all your comments. Thank you. So, yeah, just uh, go within and, and just be the peace. Just be peace. Be love. Be that. 
and and know that that's enough. I mean, may that for some of you, that's going to be your purpose is just be because that is literally birthing love into this world. It's taking love from the ether, from from heaven, from the other side and bringing it into the world. Just just sitting there feeling love. That's what that does. You can envision it just that, you know, that's something you can do in the meantime, go into these meditations and, and just go picture love bubbling, filling up your heart, bubbling out over the top of your head and filling up your house and your city and touching all your loved ones and the state and the, the country and the continent and, and, and enveloping the whole world and, and feel it coming back to you. You're connected to everyone, you know, feel the love going out and coming back. And you're literally bringing loving energy into this world and we need it, you know? So do that in the meantime, keep doing that. God's going to be like, damn, we got to give this person a purpose, man. They're lighting it up down there. (laughs) All right. Thank you guys. Lots of love. To you, thank you for watching and listening and participating. Um, I appreciate it. So just, you know, really go in and find the peace. Whatever you're seeking is inside of you. So go in and find it there. All right. Peace. Looking for more? Check out over 200 episodes of Life Lessons and Laughter or click the link in the description of this episode to connect with Glenn directly.